Hi, I'm Jen. And I'm Lisa. Together, we are Success in the Shy Girl. We're visibility and success coaches. And we support introverted entrepreneurs just like you with actionable strategies to protect their energy and consistently move in the direction of their dreams. Welcome to the conversation. Hello, and welcome back to the Success in the Shy Girl podcast. Today, we're just going to dive right in because our topic is... Is it better to be done or perfect? (laughs) So we thought, you know what? We'll just record this because it is more important to get things done than to spend too much time in our own heads. Okay. All right. As you said that, so Lisa and I actually had a huge discussion about this before, you know, over the last couple of days, we've been talking about this, like just for our own sort of discussion. You probably have heard the phrase, and this is very, very common in the coaching space. Done is better than perfect. Very common in the entrepreneur space as well. Done is better than perfect. Well, to some extent, I agree. And to some extent you agree, but I still, there's a huge caveat. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) uh, I want to say that the phrase done is better than perfect needs to have a modifier in there. And the way that I think that people should be framing done is better than perfect is done to the best of your ability is better than perfect. Yeah, I I agree. I mean, I I think to, to a huge extent, well, for me anyway, I don't like to just throw anything out into the world, right? Like I, I will maybe take too much time with things sometimes, but I, you know, I want to take pride in my work. I don't want to just throw anything out there. Right. But I think, I think that what they mean, because, you know, everything's about memes and everything's about just like throwing a quick little quote out so that to get people thinking. And, uh, and it is a great conversation starter too. the idea of done is better than perfect, but I think you want to frame it more in like, you know, the Nike phrase of like, just do it, just do it. Like, don't stop. Don't let the idea of it being perfect stop you. Just like, just do it. Your, your first version might not, that's, I mean, even writers will write a rough copy. You know, there's a rough copy. There's an outline. You, you would learn this and like my kids are doing this in like <laughs> grade three, you write a rough draft, right? And you, you get that done. It's done. The ideas are out. Everything's on the paper. You're you're ready to to tweak it a little bit. So you know, the, I think just get started is really what we're encouraging everyone to do today. <laughs> mm-hmm. I believe that people feel paralyzed sometimes, like they they feel even prevented from getting started because they feel like they need to nail it straight out of the gate. You know, like get a hundred percent. Oh yeah. Like I, I totally, I've been there tons. (laughs) Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's, I know this is something that you and I like work through and I challenge you often (laughs) on stuff is that, you know, cause it's, I believe that in order, I mean, in order to make money, you need to get products and offers in front of people. And the only way you're going to get better at it is to just do it. Right. Yeah, that doesn't absolutely. mean that you're just going to like randomly throw stuff out there that you haven't put any thought behind. You're going to give it some effort, right? You're going to give it your best effort. Mm-hmm. And if at the end of the day, you've given it your best effort, then you should be proud regardless of outcome. It might not be perfect, 
but it's yours. Yeah. Well, and remember too, you know, you and I are from a, a science background where everything's an experiment is not necessarily going to have the outcome that your hypothesis supports, right? So that's the same for, for sales. You might think that this offer is going to be perfect and you know your audience and you put it out there and it, and it wasn't right. But that's okay. That's your hypothesis. And then you've put out your, um, you've done your method, you've put it out there. And then your conclusion is, oh, that wasn't right. But scientists don't stop there. They don't just go home and they're like, I quit. You know, they'll go back and they'll say, whoa, what, what could we do differently? What happened? You know, and then take those results and make a new experiment out of it. Okay. Well, this is the result. From, from, you know, I chose this as my ideal client and this was my product. What thing am I going to tweak for my next experiment? You know, think of it as, as this great uh, game almost of like really interesting to find out your own things instead of just following what everyone else is doing. You can, you can really create your own experiments and, and, you know, document them and do all kinds of stuff, but you have to get started on that first, right? Mm -hmm. You're not necessarily going to, and what is perfect, right? Is it the outcome you expected or is it the outcome that's actually best for you and the outcome that's actually best for your clients? Right. So, so maybe tweaking, tweaking our idea of what is the perfect outcome I think is, is also helpful. It kind of takes that weight off your shoulders of like, what is failure? What does that mean? What can I do with that? If you come back to this concept of kind of just getting started, and I mean, you said something that I think is really valuable and it's that you don't necessarily need to follow what everybody else is doing. But I also want to put a, I, I kind of want to, address that because I mean, success leaves clues, right? If you do not know what the rules are, you're not going to be able to know how to break them effectively. So you still need to have a solid understanding of processes and strategies and so on and so forth in order to even build from there, right? You need some sort of structure to launch an offer. You need some sort of structure to create an offer. You need some sort of structure to reach your target audience. Because once you understand what the, you know, the psychology of all of those things are, then you can start to play around a little bit. But you cannot effectively build brand new structure without having an understanding of how other people have done it. Right. It's, it's kind of like if we come back to that, you know, the, the thought of a science experiment, you're a scientist will look at the data that's already available. They will look at the processes that people have already used and they will use that as a jumping off point. They're not going in there and randomly throwing chemicals and like, I don't know, bacteria or viruses into a Petri dish and, and, and hope that something's going to happen. They need a solid understanding of if I do this plus this, this is the likely outcome. And people understand that when you do point, when you do A and you add B, that you get outcome C because people over time have replicated that over and over and over again. So that has become now a rule inside of that industry. Whatever industry it is, this works for 
marketing. This works for sales. This works for offer creation. This works for social media growth. This works for everything. So yes, it is good to think outside the box. It is good to test out new strategies, but you have to understand where to break the rules. You can't break the rules if you don't want to, if you don't know what they are. That's what I have to say about that. Absolutely. I, I sort of, and I a hundred percent agree. I more meant like, make sure you're following people that are going to have a similar audience to you. You know, if you're, if you're following someone's strategy and it doesn't resonate with your audience or your, what you're offering, um, <clears throat> you know, make, make sure you're sort of aligning your, your foundation with something that's going to make sense for, for what you're offering, I think is more what I meant. Like you don't have to just, mm-hmm. just because one person is very successful, if that has nothing to do with what you're offering, you don't have to do it that way. Find, find that foundation that works. Mm-hmm. Um, that's going to, you know, translate mm-hmm. into what you're doing. And then, yeah, per, uh, it's always personalizing things. And that's, that's mm-hmm. where, you know, you're, if you, if you've, creating, if you're creating a personal brand, uh, that sort of thing, you, you, you know, base it on, on, on your personal, (laughs) um, self, you know, uh, you, it's, you don't want to be, you know, in some industries, it's true to a certain extent, the best copycat wins, but at the same time, you want it to be part of that copy is to be yourself. If that person is truly being themselves, then that is part of what you you should be doing as well. Not being mm-hmm. the same as them, being yourself. And that's going to draw in what you're trying to find. And um, I think, you know, back to the perfectionism, it, it, I think that sometimes people are putting the wrong goal to their being, you know, this is what's being perfect. And it's not, that's not necessarily, you know, it's okay to tweak that. But I was reading a bit today, the difference between, um, perfectionism and high achieving and um, people who are high achievers are much more likely to uh, switch up their goals on the way and be happier with their outcome Um, instead of just focusing on that one specific it has to be this way or nothing else to be able to to say oh wow actually that worked out great (laughs) I'm, I'm proud of my efforts. You know, that's, that's where you're going to become a high achiever in a, um, when you can kind of shift around a little bit. So, but at the same, both of those scenarios, you have to start. In that case, I would say, so when you are being stopped by this desire to have a perfect outcome, and that is, you know, let's say you've set a goal. And if you don't reach that goal, that's, not, you know, you haven't reached perfection. And when you have experienced that in the past, that might stop you from taking action in, in totally other areas of your business or life too. But if, if you've ever experienced that, you know what, I didn't quite reach my goal. So like, what's the, it's almost, it almost becomes a, what's the point of even trying in this mm-hmm. case, I'm going to tell you that done is better than perfect. But again, the caveat is it needs to be done to the best of your ability. Right. That doesn't mean that you need to be, you know, the number one person in your industry. It just means that you need to do the work from where you're at in your industry. Yep, absolutely. Well, and that's the problem, too. Once you start comparing yourself to others, um, again, you don't know what they're um, what they've been doing in the background. So to compare yourself like, well, I'm not number one yet. It's like, well, you know, how long has that person been doing this? 
What other mm-hmm. things have they, you know, been building on uh, to get to that point? Uh, maybe look into that instead of just looking at the end result, um, because that end results never tell the whole story. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> Yeah, no. I think that's what the tortoise and the hare is all about. <laughs> the end result is not necessarily <laughs> the most important part, right? It really is the, what, what you've done. So really what this discussion is actually, I think about is like imposter syndrome. Is this like thought that, oh, I'm not like, who am I to be successful, right? And I have yet to meet an entrepreneur that hasn't faced imposter syndrome in some form. It doesn't matter how experienced you are, what industry that you are in, this happens. It happens. It's, it's a, it's a, if I'm not, it it almost becomes a, you know, what if I'm not number one, or even if I am number one, like how, why do I deserve this? Like I, like, it's almost like people are going to find out that I don't deserve this, which is a load of, I'm not going to use a swear word here, but it's, it's a load of, uh, like nonsense, really. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, it is because someone you are an expert. If you, the stat is, if you know 10% more about something than somebody else, you are an expert. And I pretty much can guarantee that, you know, a hundred percent more about your, your brand, your business, your offers than most other people. Right. I'm not, I'm not saying that the, you know, you know, the strategies and stuff that you're a hundred percent an expert because there's always room for growth, but in terms of your business, you are an expert. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and, um, you, you know, we're all on a learning journey, right? If, if you feel that, uh, you, you know, you want to learn a little bit like, you know, Oh, I think I could learn a little bit more about this then, then learn more about it, read up on it. Um, you know, again, the conducting the experiments, putting stuff out there and seeing what your audience, that's, that's the best research you could possibly do is really getting in there with your audience and finding out what, what they're thinking and what they really, uh, need from you. Um, those are all ways that you can continue to get better. And even, you know, if you're looking at whoever's number one in your industry, they do that as well. Well, they have a team of people that does it for them, <laughs> but they're always, they're always growing and learning or they're not going to stay there. Right. So that's how, how, how you keep improving and, you know, don't worry about who's number one. They're not paying your bills, right? You just keep working away at you and, and doing your thing. And, and that's how, you know, you're, you're going to achieve your little pieces in life. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, yeah, another reason that we're kind of talking about this too is because uh, hearing about how um, our, our introverts, procra- uh, uh, sorry, our introverts perfectionists, um, because, you know, we like to work alone, um, we overthink things. <laughs> and <Just a> little. <laughs> sometimes that overthinking and that working alone, you start to, to create this like, okay, I'm going to make it perfect. It's going to be you know, it has to be this because this is all on me, you know, so, so yes, introverts do sort of have a bit of a reputation maybe for being perfectionists. Um, but yes, it's easy. Just, just, you know, making those subtle little mindset shifts into being, you know, thinking like the high achiever thinking like 
Um, what can I be learning from this? How can I be tweaking this? What what can I draw in here? And you know, if if you set yourself some due dates and set yourself some um, you know levels of achievement, even um, you know, like so that you can celebrate is what I mean. You know, like little little wins along the way. If you're only looking for that far off end result as being the only time that you can celebrate, it's going to get to be soul crushing. You know, it's fun to turn around and look back and say, oh my gosh, look how far I've come. Look what I've done in the last two weeks. It's been amazing. <laughs> I have this problem with my husband sometimes if we're doing a project in the house and we we're, we're working away at it, we're getting all, all like all the stuff done and I get really excited. I'm like, look at how much we have done. But he's it's like not acceptable until it's finished. You know, he, he can't enjoy it until it's done. It And, you know, part of me is like, ah, that's funny. But at the same time, it's sad. You know, like you can't just look back at your work and say, oh, wow, this is really, you know, and it motivates you. It pushes you forward to keep going uh, towards that. So I think that um, that's the other little tweak you can do to becoming the, you know, shifting from perfectionism only into like, let's let's achieve something here um, is like set yourself those little goalposts and and celebrate those wins, have some gratitude along the way. I hope we have convinced you that yes, done in most instances is better than perfect. Yeah. <laughs> and like I said, that caveat done to the best of your abilities is better than perfect <laughs> because really yes. what is perfection? And here's the thing. Perfection is a moving goal post. Kind of like success is a moving goal post, right? Because you might reach a version of perfection that you had set for yourself. And now all of a sudden you've, you've now set that bar even higher for yourself. So, I mean, you, your perfection is not a destination. You are never going to reach perfection. So yeah, it can, it, it can just be soul crushing. Really. It's, it's, yeah. you're, you're running after your own tail. Just, you know, keep being drawn towards your goals as opposed to being pushed by like a fear of failure you know, which would you rather have? Like being drawn up, you know, well, here are my goals. I'm getting up in the morning and I'm going for it. Or like just constantly being afraid of like, if I don't do it perfect, what if, you know, what are other people going to say? What, what, you know, what am I going to say about myself? You know, we're meanest to ourselves. We don't, I mean, I don't care so much about what other people say, but you know, I'm going to be harder on myself. Right. <laughs> so if, if you can kind of tweak that and say, no, it's, it's all good. Like this is going to be so much more fun to be drawn in and, and, and be working and, and taking a step at a time. It's, it's a lot more fun. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, hope that now, I, I thought, I thought I was done, but something just like dropped from the sky into my brain. So I, I want to kind of address it. So this notion of, of getting things done. And a lot of people don't even know where to start, right? So they get kind of get caught up in the how and don't, don't get started because they're not, we're not really sure on the process to get from A to B. And really our best advice is just get started. Put some systems in place that allow you to work on whatever it is that you're working towards a little bit each day or, you know, whatever your schedule allows, depending on what your life looks like. And I promise you that 
I mean, first of all, Google is a wonderful thing. You can learn pretty much how to do anything online, right? There are lots of systems. There are lots of resources available, books. Um, you can even get from the library. So it doesn't even need to cost you anything, right? Outside of maybe the cost of your internet connection at home, if you're Googling stuff. It really, it's just, you need to take one tiny step forward each each day until the until the point that you go from, I've just started to, I have completed this. Right. It's, well, it's what it is. Yeah. And, and once you start, sometimes the answers come to you. You know what I mean? When you don't, you don't know the how, nobody knows the how at the beginning, you know, you kind of have a plan and then you go for it, but those answers come to you as you work through it too. Mm-hmm. And we, we talk about that in, um, in our vision board course too, which is, um, if you go to our website, the vision board course is on there and we'll, we'll, we walk you through how to get started on you know, getting the steps in place to begin your goals, um, which I think, yeah, it's really important to get started at least. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause yeah, you don't, you don't necessarily know how, what all the end results are going to be and what the twists and turns and what kind of roadblocks are going to come up. But once you get started and, and it feels great to really be heading towards things that, that matter to you instead of just doing what other people are recommending to you. Oh, do this. Or what about that? Or you're great at this. You know, it's like, okay, all right. All right. It feels really amazing to spend, you know, even, even half an hour every day on something that actually matters to you. feels incredible on the way is better than perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Or or as I, or as I've heard, you know, progress over perfection, which I also, which I do. I love that. That's way off. I'm obsessed. Okay. <laughs> I think we should leave it there so we can have a whole discussion about that once we get off of here. I love it. That's right. All right. All right. Okay. Uh, the, the link, the link for that vision board course, I will also, also link in the show notes, but I just want to say thank you so much for joining our conversation today. We will talk to you in the next episode. Thanks for joining us today. If you found value in this episode, please leave us a review and share it with a fellow introverted entrepreneur who would enjoy it. As always, wishing you abundance and success.